Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Marvel Movie News, another major director calls out Marvel movies for some reason. Jeff Loeb is officially stepping down as the head of Marvel Television. What does that mean for everything else going on at Marvel Studios? Is Hellstrom even a thing anymore? We don't know, but we're going to talk about it today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Good afternoon to you, our merry Marvel lights. Welcome back to Marvel Movie News. We have a very packed show for you today here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am Zach Wilson, a.k.a. The Voice of Doom, a.k.a. Doom Corporealized, a.k.a. Doom Returned. Uh, to my friends, uh, Zach's fine. <laughs> you can call me Zach. What about uh, Zachary? No, absolutely not. I really like calling you Zachary. That's how, like, about, how about Z-Dog? Is that all right? Oh. Z-A-W-G. But I feel like you're, you hear Z and you immediately think you're talking to Z. Right. But that's an X. And, well, but, but Kevin calls me Z-Money and I will accept no less from Fair anyone enough. else. Fair enough. <laughs> So, uh, say hi to Z-Money. Okay, I haven't introduced anybody else. I just did my stupid (laughs) intro that I came up with in the car over here. Uh, Zia Anderson to my left. Hello. Christian Blatt is here as always. Oddly enough, also known as Z-Dog, so it's a little confusing. (laughs) There's too many Z-Dogs here. Uh, I'm our guest, (laughs) Z-Dog. And I want to welcome our guest for today's show. His name is Brad Lambert. Brad, thank you so much for joining thank us you here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's fun to have you in. You've been you've been doing a lot of stuff with Marvel, and I want you to tell us about it. So, real quick, let the audience know, uh, what is your Marvel origin story? Uh, you know, growing up, it was all about Spider-Man, the animated series, yes. obviously. And we heard it in the intro. X Men animated series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Careful, there's so which, many lawsuits. Which, <laughs> which both will be on Disney Plus. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. So we're about to binge shit out of that. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week. Just like, which thing do you watch first? It's gonna be hard. It's All gonna be hard. Them. But uh, big fan growing up. Love love Marvel to death. Uh, and as I started my career uh, in marketing and business. Um, Following my passions led me out to L.A., where I spent time with Robert Downey Jr., which was like a dream for me. That's uh, awesome. What with, were you doing with uh, with with RDJ? Yeah, R. <laughs> RDJ. R. Um, working with Robert and his incredible team over at Team Downey, um, which is his production company, and uh, I wore many hats over there, which was great. So marketing, business, PR, social, uh, did a lot of stuff, but it was awesome because it was my shotgun intro to the industry. So that was my first job in Hollywood, coming from the East Coast, where I spent the majority of my time in the sports industry, working with professional athletes and sports teams. So I'm a very passion-driven guy, <laughs> so I wanted to come out here and you know, pursue my passions, and uh, it's worked out pretty well. And after Downey, I went spent time at Warner Brothers, and then now I'm independently producing and managing talent and awesome. working with all the studios, which is a dream. 
and uh, actually had the pleasure of working with Disney and uh, Marvel Studios on the release of Avengers Endgame nice. with the legendary artist Boss Logic. What? So it was, uh, we created what? a pretty awesome campaign for them. Boss just did unbelievable work. He did a one sheet, he did some character posters. And then uh, after Endgame, we did Spider-Man Far From Home with Sony, which was a blast. And he created these beautiful billboards all around town. Anything that Boss Logic touches. Like, it was like he yeah. was like the ultimate fan artist for so long. And now it's just like, oh, no, those are just the posters. Yeah. But that's what was cool is, you know, for me, I was a big fan of Boss for a long time. And um, last year I reached out to him and was like, we should collaborate because what you're doing, he's so talented. He's one of the most creative people I've ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. He just thinks differently. And um, his execution is obviously, I've seen him talk about what he was going to do, and then he does it exactly the way he talked about it, which is just phenomenal. So um, I reached out to him last year and signed him. So I've been working with him. um, and. Ever since then, it's just been a wild ride with him. We've done some really cool stuff together. And, um, you know, to see him get the um, opportunities that he has, um, because he was incredibly talented and killing the game on his own. And and now to see him be able to do stuff with Marvel and WB and Sony and just, you know, he's living his passions like I'm trying to live mine. So it's it's been a really awesome origin story. Yeah. And, uh... At the end of the day, like I said, I'm just a, a massive nerd, and I love this, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm trying to make it a big part of my life, so I'm very grateful. Yeah, and so, I mean, it, we're going to nerd out here today oh, yeah. in a big oh. way. We got a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, uh, not a huge week, but some really cool little stories that are coming out. There's some new pod, new scripted podcast stuff and coming. Unscripted. And scripted. Uh, and unscripted. We're good in both. The scripted stuff is more exciting to me. Zia. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, no, it's all very cool. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about Jeff Loeb having to step down from Marvel Television. And uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Francis Ford Coppola's comments, uh, which I'm sure many of you have heard about or aware of. And there's so Rude. much more. Um, but real quick before we do that, I want to... Uh, some of you are aware of this, especially if you're a podcast listener who's been looking at your feed, but I want to make sure that you all know what you can get if you're just watching us on YouTube, because this show, we've talk, we talk about Marvel, we've talked weekly for so long, but there's so much Marvel to talk about. I mean, look, there's going to be a Marvel thing a week in 2021, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's almost like you could talk about Marvel on a daily basis. Mm. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, part of like, so we just had two hundred our 250th episode, so as we look into the future of Marvel movie news, we're going to be doing more and more Marvel content, more mm-hmm. silly stuff, more ridiculous things, just more nerding out, and part of that is that now we are going to be re- releasing on Popcorn Talk and via our, our podcast feed a daily short just here's the top story of the day for Marvel, so you can get all of your Marvel news from us, but especially from Zia and Christian, who are going to be hosting Marvel da- Marvel, Marvel News, news daily. daily. Yeah, some of you have probably uh, seen it out there, but yeah, like Zach said, it's it's in your feed if you just get the podcast, but uh, if you follow us on social media, we always uh, post them out there. We've been doing it for a few weeks now. Yeah, a few weeks. We it's really fun. We just did one yeah. together a Our little first earlier. One. The first Our one we've first done one together. together. So, uh, which keep is an eye out for fun. that tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you want just like short form 
it's literally one and a half to like two and a half minutes. Yeah. So you can, it doesn't take any time out of your day. You can get the, the like the sort of just the biggest story of the day. You'll be getting those or updates. Stories. And then you can come here. We'll still be doing our Thursday show where we'll be talking about all the news from the week and really discussing it at length. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you can get, you can know everything. Know everything <laughs> about Marvel, you we'll guys. Um, and then we'll be also working with uh, Christian's, uh, or Christian's um, TV Weekly, especially once the shows come back, like Runaways coming in December. Yeah. So much Marvel. And, you know, since you mentioned Marvel TV Weekly, since our last show, uh, there have actually been two episodes of that that people can find. Uh, one from earlier this week, which uh, is Z and myself, and a cameo from Zach when we went to the Void for the uh, Avengers Damage yes. Control oh, VR. That was so cool. And so uh, cool. I also interviewed a, a, a writer named uh, Matt Singer. He did a book called uh, Spider-Man from Amazing Spectacular. It's a great collection of mostly Spider-Man art. And uh, I sat down with him for about an hour last week, too. So those are two more things out there. Yeah. So if you don't have enough Marvel... <laughs> There's more. There's always more. Um, all right, so enough plugging. Let's talk about some Marvel news this week. Um, let's talk about. Let's just do it right up top. Let's talk about Jeff Loeb uh, because that's the big story Bye, for Loeb. this week. Um, with we, we, we people were on short last week. It was sort of like put out there that he was going to be sticking around, even with the Kevin Feige. Uh, promotion. Right. right. We talked about him just maybe reporting to Kevin Feige and, and Kevin Feige just sort of taking a backseat, uh, well not backseat, but just like an overseeing type of role, which I imagine he's still going to have, but that's not the case. Jeff Loeb is... Well, specific... So it doesn't mean that that's not how the, it, the structure is going right. to work. Right, like, just that... Un- undoubtedly, there's going to be some... Kevin Feige is going to have somebody monitoring live-action TV. It's so we have somebody monitoring animation. Correct. Somebody monitoring Disney Plus shows and features. Like, he has... To dozens of people to like report to him at any given time, but it's Jeff Loeb is not going to be one of those people. No, no. And I think we need to give him credit where credit's due. I know that Matt Key, <laughs> Matt Key, as you heard last week, has a very specific gripe, and I will I will say I also have this gripe with Jeff Loeb canceling Earth's Mightiest Heroes in a, in favor of, of Avengers Assemble on the animated side. Controversial decision, man. I ah, I love that show, but but he is the one that was behind getting those uh, Marvel Netflix shows right. going, and those were they were just so good. Even the ones that arguably a lot of people didn't like, Christian and I did. That's true. So yeah. I, I feel like we got we got that out of it at, at the very least. You're talking about Daredevil, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, the most problematic. Yes, obviously, because that's the worst one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I think that it's easy to point to Inhumans and things that didn't work. Look, but, you take but, enough swings. Like, not, yeah. not everything can be the MCU where everything seems to just go right. Right. Uh, you're gonna have misses, but you also get a Jessica Jones, you get a Daredevil, you get a Punisher, like all these things. You get an Agent of Shield, you guys. He gave us Agents of Shield. When you get down to it, um, so uh, well, uh, Brad, what do you think? Are you excited to see the change coming? Where it's clearly Marvel Television is going to, uh, whether the current projects stick around or not, have a different voice going forward. Do you think it's a good thing, bad thing, neutral? I mean. Giving Kevin more responsibility, I don't think, is ever a bad thing. <laughs> um, he can't seem to miss, um, and it's because he cares so much about this stuff. It's not just a job. It's not, you know, he was putting... He was OG, what, X-Men 1, like, involved. 
like yeah. as a PA or something. Like he, he was on it. I think. Yeah, like, I was at an event. We'll talk about later that he spoke last night. And he told he spoke to the New York Film Academy here in LA. I know that's confusing, but here in LA, the New York Film Academy, and he he talked a little bit about it. Yeah, he was an intern yeah. for uh, Schuler Donner. Richard, uh, Richard Donner, and uh, and his wife, and uh, yeah, he was a PA on that. So like his first credit is X Men, parentheses two thousand. So that's the first wow. thing he did. And so. yeah, he was an intern. And just as a little tidbit, this is the age before Uber, and he would take a super shuttle to work uh, and back. So he would spend forty dollars every day to get to that office from USC wow. because he didn't trust cabs and uh, he didn't have a car. So uh, <laughs> I thought that was a nice little tidbit I'd never heard him mention before. So. Uh, but anyway, so that's, yeah, so he goes back to, like, the first good Marvel on-screen, you know, live-action film for sure. So he's, he's just been in it forever, and the quality of work and his responsibilities, his workload has just increased and increased, and especially what Marvel has done to create the universe, which is a mm-hmm. consistent uh, narrative that goes across films, and now will go across TV shows with Disney+. Plus. But it's all under the same universe, which is incredible. I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know? Um, I just don't think both of them could exist at the same time uh, because they're both very successful and uh, very talented. And obviously, Kevin got the promotion, so I didn't think that was going to work. And uh, here we are. (laughs) I mean, look, uh, the whole structure of Marvel just changed overnight. It went from... Two completely separate divisions with one sort of over, like, overheaded by Ike Perlmutter and one by Kevin Feige, and they just went, Disney went, why are we doing that? That doesn't make any sense, and combined them, and one is more successful than the other. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, the big question with this is, what happens to the projects that Jeff Loeb has been championing and building for all these years now that they are under Kevin Feige's banner. Because, look, you've got the Runaways and you've got Cloak and Dagger going. Cloak and Dagger is not officially it has, been It has not been up. renewed. No. Uh, and I, um, it, They're definitely not working on it in one of those ways where they, they expect to be picked up. I have a yeah. friend who's a writer on it, and now, they, they're not working currently. Cloak and Dagger, oh, wow. the characters, have moved over to the Runaways. Yes. So it's possible that they're just going to shove the two shows together well, and it is into an ensemble. on yeah. Hulu, which is their, like, freeform, it, that was obviously geared towards a younger audience with Cloak and Dagger, and that's kind of where that's home, that, that home was going to be. But it seems like Disney is kind of, like, bringing everything home. They've got Disney+, Plus, and then they've got their shows on Hulu. So I don't, maybe they're going to do something where they have uh, Marvel shows and other things, but it seems like maybe they want to have more control over all the shows. Well... Don't forget, Freeform is 100% owned by Disney. It used to be called that's, Disney Family. I guess, yeah, ABC that's, Family. That is ABC true. Family. Yeah, yeah. That is true. So it's all there. It's right. all under their umbrella. Right. Disney owns everything. That, right. Don't you forget, forget that. that. To be fair, that. though, but Freeform, there's other people involved. Right. Maybe they're like, you know what, we don't want to work with anybody else. We just right. want to have a singular vision. Freeform does have their own development team, yeah, exactly. and they can pass on Marvel content. Look, Disney can go in and say... No, you have to do. You're that. doing this, but yeah. they do. Ha- there's a process there. Uh, ABC has. We saw that on ABC where Disney was interested in keeping Agents of Shield going. ABC didn't want to, but Disney said, "No, you're doing it." Yeah. ABC had <laughs> wow. the right to move it to where they wanted, which is how Agents of Shield wound up on Fridays, right. and then it thrived there, and everyone was happy. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if those shows that you mentioned end up crossing over with Disney Plus. 
um, especially the the Marvel-based shows that have been announced. Yeah, well, so ABC has said ABC did say this week that they are interested in continuing the Marvel like working relationship. So they're looking at developing more Marvel shows. They don't have other than Agents of Shield's final season. They don't have anything yeah. that we know of in development. Mm-hmm. They're all those mystery projects that like. The one that we all thought was was Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is now a Disney Plus show. So was it Miss Marvel? We'll never know. Yeah. Um, There's so many that we won't know about. They talked about behind closed doors, and you're just like, Ugh, I would love to see what all of those ideas were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just want to see the pilot for uh, Mar- uh, Most Wanted, the Bobby and Hunter spinoff of Ages of Shield. Like, just give me the pilot, please. Uh, I love those characters. Uh, but the Runaways is the only one that is still actively impr- is in uh, or actively airing. It's going to but air. I'm Hellstrom sure, yeah. Yeah. has begun filming. Right. Uh, they didn't just announce cast; they have started production. The 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 rumor is that they are even in a full episode into like their oh into gosh. their shooting. <laughs> so, what do you think Kevin Feige is going to do with Hellstrom? Make it better. Well, it's so here's know. the thing: the writers' rooms are already going. Theoretically, if they're filming, they maybe not have the whole season written, but they have it all at bare minimum planned, planned out. They've, they've, and yeah, I'm sure they've broken the whole season. Yeah. yeah so, sure. the, but the question is, does Ke, does Kevin Feige let them have? They're already in production, so you don't want to toss mon- the money out the window. Do you let them film it as is? Do you ha- does Kevin Feige get in there? And like maybe pause the writers' room, retool a little bit to make it fit inside his universe a little cleaner, or tell them to go in and restructure so that it ends at one season. And you're just like, all right, this is the Hellstrom story. It's going to have ten episodes, and you have that long to tell the story you want to tell. I think it's going to be a slow transition. I Kevin's not one to just come in and just like halt production. This yeah. is how it's going to be. I I think he'll slowly drip into it and then he has a vision like he knows what he wants to do yeah so it could be two three seasons out but he's gonna slow right i'm sure that there are people on the feige team who are well aware of what they're doing in that writer's room and what the plans are you know i'm sure he's not hands-on because he's just got too much to do so i'm sure he's at least aware of what's happening (laughs) yeah oh when i say feige i mean feige and his people (laughs) his army of ants that that help him Uh, i sort of picture feige as like dr doom where he has a bunch of feige bots (laughs) like he can send out so he's in all of these places uh, you just never know which one you're, if you're talking to the real one or not Ultron <laughs> Feige's Ultron yes. yeah so I would say that uh, you know he probably is at least reasonably confident that they'll turn out a good product and uh, you know one, something I, that he talked about last night I've heard him say before is that a lot of times stuff is found in the uh, the editing room and reshoots so you know I think that it'll probably be pretty close and there might be a little bit of uh, tinkering that he does but I feel like that'll still happen and uh, what I saw people asking about on Twitter the other day was hey what about those Hulu animated series we haven't heard about in a while but it's like they're animated that's why I haven't heard about them in a while it takes like a year to make yeah. a cartoon yeah, true. I do know that the right, some, at least some of the writers yeah. rooms have begun they started I, like a month or two ago I know for a fact that one of them is, is definitely yeah, going I yeah, know, it's probably I, the same one yeah 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 probably we, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we might know the same person but yeah so anyway so they're, they're definitely working and uh, you know that's just going to take some time and yeah I don't see why Feige would be like 
like, well, I didn't, I wasn't hands on on that, so let's not do it. I think that you know what, maybe Ghost Rider was something, you know, the, a little bit ahead of the news breaking. He was just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. You know, it might have been. I wonder why? Um, well, I, I still say he, there's going to be a Ghost Rider movie, and that's why they didn't want to do it. I, yeah. I think that's right. Uh, I so. The question of whether you're going to get Robbie Reyes and you're going to get Gabriel Luna's Robbie Reyes, Nick uh, Cage for life. Big question. <laughs> we talked about it last week, and I will. Ne- this is going to be my new vendetta. Like I always love having a vendetta, and it's been a while since I've had a good one. But my new vendetta will be Nick Cage as Johnny Blaze and and Gabriel Luna I, as Robbie Reyes, the student. I definitely want that. That's exactly what I. Want. Agents of Shield alluded to it. They had Blaze show up. Johnny Blaze. He was there for like half a scene, and then he went away. There's opportunity there, guys. Just call Nick Cage up. It's just like J. Jonah Jameson. Doesn't have to keep mean that the other ones are canon. You're just getting Nick Cage into the MCU. Keanu Reeves. (laughs) We've talked about having Keanu Reeves in so many Marvel roles. Like we've we've dedicated entire shows to being like Keanu Reeves should be this person. He should be this person. Can we? Like we just need Keanu Reeves. It's going to happen eventually. Here's what you need. Based on this, you just need one of those what if episodes. Yeah, that's true. To just be what if Keanu Reeves was the Marvel universe, (laughs) and it's just him for 22 minutes of animated nonsense where it's you just do the whole. Infinity Saga. If and it's just Keanu Reeves. Just Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I would love that. Do you have is is Johnny Blaze who you have in mind for Keanu Reeves, or is there, or you're just like Keanu Reeves for anyone? For any Ghost Rider. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say for anyone, but I I think there are a few that he would work for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Johnny Blaze would be pretty sick. I like honestly. that. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 All right. We can talk. We have and we have. And we'll talk about Keanu Reeves all day. And we'll talk about him again. I yes, know. we will. Yeah. But let's keep moving forward. Um, let's talk about them podcasts yeah. we mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, because... Uh, you guys know I'm a big fan of Wolverine, uh, The Long Night, which mm-hmm. was the first Marvel scripted podcast. I've been banking the, the second season so I could just binge it soon. Um, but uh, it looks like uh, uh, Marvel is going to team up with not uh, this time. Uh, they are going to be switching partners, it seems like, and they're going to be working with Sirius XM to develop a series of Marvel podcasts. Yeah, we've got, uh, as you mentioned, Wolverine is going to be uh, changing yep. his address from Stitcher, and uh, Hawkeye, who's very busy, Black Widow, and Star-Lord. That's the interesting thing, is that Wolverine is on this list of four properties they're yeah. going to start with, and it, Stitcher has to be back there just like, what if they just, what the- <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's like it's like how Crackle goes. Like, hey, didn't we used to have comedians in cars getting coffee? What happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, there's contra- contracts expire, yeah, things exactly. change. Um, I'm curious if this is going to mean that the long night is like shifting, or if it's going to stay with Stitcher, or if they can keep or, that going. Oh, there, there could um, be like a second Wolverine. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. If it's if this is going to be a sequel to the long right. night, uh, and then I, I the they they didn't. It's not like. One title and then it's, it's two seasons. It's the it's long like two... night and the longer night, and then the third season will be the, the longest, longest night. night. <laughs> uh, but there'll also be a fifth series that has all of them teaming up, which is such an interesting combination of just Wolverine and Star Lord. I'm like, yeah, all right, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I like all these characters, but that in particular, I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever seen that interaction anywhere. No, it's so. cool because it, these sort of things give you so much more freedom to play around because the budget's not the same. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. can really just kind of do whatever you want. And I think that's the fun of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, oh no, we need a really big explosion there we go we have it cut exactly chat i'm really curious have you listened to wolverine the long night or the lost trail and does that are you interested in listening to these podcasts as well 
uh, let us know as we keep talking about this. But yeah, I, it is like, how, what's the team up? Like, what's the what Avengers subdivision do you get with Black Widow, Star Lord, Wolverine? What was the fourth one? Uh, Moon Knight, we throw him in everywhere, right? Yeah, right. This is Moon Knight, yeah, of course. Uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. 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 All right, Hawkeye and Black Widow, they, I get that team up. They're but a pair. How, how in the world do you get Star-Lord into, and Wolverine to, into that lineup? They'll figure it out. It's gonna. I'm sure it's going to be cool. I think the cool thing about this, too, is that, I mean, Christian and I are pretty... Um, versed in Sirius XM because we there's some shows over there that we sure. like to listen to. But they have a they have a really huge audience. So this is gonna be something that you you could uh I was gonna say literally, but you could actually pull in people from other um sort of I guess like when people are driving to the to work, they're listening to podcasts. So yep. you can so you can pull people from from why is my brain not thinking of the word? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Different Marco different right. different demo. Um, that aren't going to necessarily be big Marvel fans, but now they could possibly be Marvel right. fans. And, so this is something that... And part of the announcement really cool. referenced the the non-scripted, and it's going to be you know, a variety. Yeah. One of them is an interview show. and, and so, that, so my thinking is like, is this going to be a whole channel? Because they have... A Marvel channel. Right, because they, they've had like an Entertainment Weekly channel. They've had, you know, all, Playboy Radio. You know, they've had all these, these branded channels. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, you can, you know, for... You just rebroadcast a lot of the same programming throughout the day. You could easily do a whole channel like a Marvel channel, especially if it were to be next year, uh, you know, as there's so much Marvel out there. Yeah. So uh, I think it would be great. I mean, I think that they're going to be podcasts, but if you also just put them over the SiriusXM, uh, SiriusXM Pandora, by the way. Let's uh, make sure we get the full company name out there. Uh, is that the actual company name now? <laughs> because, they yeah, because they bought Pandora. Yeah. So Sirius just bought something, and so I didn't know, know they added it to their like. They did. Well, yeah. because they did. Like, Sirius XM yeah. Pandora. Yeah. It is. Because it used to be didn't used to be Sirius and XM were two Correct. different things, two completely and then it different became Sirius. Yes. Like, they just keep adding to their name every time they Time-warner buy something Warner new. Warner Media, just like it's so the same funny. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, but I just think it's. I think it's going to be really cool. I think it's a good idea. People spend so much time in the car commuting to and from work. And look, you know, well, we, can, we can only be on so many hours during the week. So I guess it'll be okay that there's another Marvel that's Channel. Fine. You know? the, the, inter- the interesting thing becomes that if you're if it's Sirius XM, you can't really time it. You can't pause it the same way. Like start it and pick it back up, which is how most people absorb podcasts because of right. limited time travel in the car. If your commute is average, Wait, your Sirius? car travels in time. Sorry, I had what? to say that. No, uh, but, but I, average, I use the Sirius yeah. app for no, most of the can. shows I listen yeah. to, okay. and so you you can like, pause. You, you get can, it live, but yeah. then you get it after. Afterwards. Like, I it should, really doesn't matter. I should download the app. I haven't done it. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> no, the app is amazing. I've been serious in my car for five what? years or something. Yeah. The app is a game changer. You yeah. download the episodes you want. You don't even have to use internet to stream it. It's great. Well, I mainly just listen to the Coffee House channel. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> it's not a joke. That's okay. real. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... It's real. Uh, anyway, moving forward, um, let's take a dip into the ridiculous uh, for a moment because Marvel has had like the name of Marvel has been dragged into some weird conversations these past has. few weeks <laughs> what is, what that is all sound effect is hate? almost era appropriate for the people that have been complaining yeah. about Marvel these days yeah because um, this week Francis Ford Coppola got on the wire to 
add his two cents to the Scorsese thing. I think it sounded like he was more just like defending Martin Scorsese than anything yeah, else. Yeah, but then he doubled and tripled down and, yeah, made, he... and, and made a stronger statement. That, you know, Scorsese was just like, yeah, I don't think it's cinema. But then for uh, Francis Ford Coppola, who, uh, by the way, just look at his IMDb page. His last good movie was in 1988. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, because uh, yeah, remember, there's only, there's only two Godfather movies. That's what everybody agrees on that. And uh, despite what Zaya says, Bram Stoker's Dracula was garbage. But anyway, uh, so he, but he says he used the word despicable, and it's like, well, dude, nobody asked you to say that. You know, you didn't have to. You didn't have to go that far. But apparently, he did. And uh, wow. so, yeah. And I think that you know, then you of course get everyone asked to respond to like, well, what do you think of Francis Ford Coppola's comments? You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. And it's part of the reason why. You know, I think. It, it's interesting because <laughs> it, what's what's weird is that he's. He's talked to people about. Like, he apparently told some of the people behind Into the Spider Verse that he liked Into the Spider Verse, and he's, he's. I think he's worked closely with Ryan Coogler before. I just even like Bob Iger's quote on this when when Francis uses the words "those films are despicable." To whom is he talking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. all of the people that have made these, I, whatever, people that have done amazing things, amazing films, and then suddenly because it's a Marvel movie, it's not good anymore. Like the the human emotion that's conveyed through these movies is not it's not real human emotion because it's about superheroes. <laughs> Brad, what do you think he, about the all he, these comments? He said the last good film was nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, Tucker. Okay. So <laughs> that's all you need to say. Because here's my thing. What Marvel and Disney have done is unprecedented. It has never been done before. How they've created a universe where different characters, different films all cross over, culminating into a massive Blockbuster, which we saw with Infinity War and Endgame, which is the highest grossing film of all time, by far. Hello. <laughs> like, so those guys are entitled to their opinions and their legends, but at the same time, I think it's kind of petty. Like, it's like this has never been done before. Back when you were making good films, there maybe one every, what, 10 years, if we're lucky? I mean, the blockbuster culture started in the 70s. That's when yeah. this all began with, with Spielberg and yeah. Lucas and all those guys. Yeah. Like, the, the, the gangster movies, people hated the gangster movies exactly. at the time. They exactly. were like, that's not art. It's, exactly. just, it's just violence. And, yeah. Right. And, and one of the things that he said is that, you know, it's just the same movie time and again. And, of course, I disparaged Godfather 3, but I'm like, dude, you made three of the same movie. <laughs> yeah. So you don't get to say that yeah. you don't get to make the same movie when you have something with a three in the title. You even did it well a second time. Yeah, the second like, one was great. But what if I pushed it further? <laughs> what if I put my daughter in it? Yeah. Mm. Oh. I just, I, I think it's just kind of embarrassing in some ways because, like, this is all coming out around award season, the yeah. award push and everything, and you're just kind of like, you just came out of left field with this, and now now everybody's doubling down, and it's not like recent current filmmakers. It's <laughs> guys who <laughs> right. haven't uh, done a whole lot since, well, which is fine, but it just, and, it's just... And, uh, and I love Martin Scorsese, too, but yeah. you know what he's got is coming out his next movie? A gangster movie with De Niro and Pacino and, and Pesci. And, and, and Jim Norton. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, as Don and, Rickles. Jim Norton plays Don Rickles in it, it's no true. Yeah, yes, he yes, uh, he does. Yeah, but, I'm, you know, I'm it's just like, it. it's like, okay, look, you have, like, you make great movies. 
And in Ford Coppola's case, you used to make great movies. <laughs> now you make really marginal wine. But still, you have a great CV. Just be proud of what you've done in the past. And nobody has to like anything. You just be like, yeah, they're not for me. And then yeah. it probably becomes exactly. a story for some reason, too. Exactly. But if you don't say that it's despicable, you know, on the record, then it's like, okay, it can kind of go away. And, you know, don't. You know, don't go and see Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't, I don't need you to yeah. see it. You and know? It, clearly everyone else is watching it and enjoying it. Yeah. So exactly. you're, I mean, your opinions are your opinions, but it's obviously not affecting what the masses pretty much yeah. want. Like I it's, mean, that's the thing. Like, numbers do, talk. Yeah, exactly. It's just like everybody relax like, and don't jump down these people's throats like Scorsese. Like, just watch your movies. Enjoy your movies. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fun. Now, that said, we do, we can't exclusively reveal three more statements from uh, from filmmakers oh, yeah. past who who, have, who are who, who need to get their words in on what's going on in in the, whether Marvel is cinema or not. I Everyone mean, wants to be trending. I, I, what I'm hearing is, is Woody yeah. Allen, uh, comments from Woody Allen, can, can it even be a movie with, if there's no existential dread from your main character? I just don't, I don't know <laughs> what you even doing up there with the movies it's not cinema uh that's from woody allen uh alfred hitchcock got in on this game Great. as well like uh, can it cinema involves an actor's true suffering if they're not suffering as they make the movie is it even a movie at that point <laughs> What is cinema? <laughs> uh, and then uh, this one, this one, uh, I don't know. Da- David Lynch even getting in on this. The, the audience actually understands the stories that you're telling. They actually know what the beginning and the middle and the end is. That's not cinema if it's understood by the masses. <laughs> That's my David Lynch impression. Well, not bad. I like it. Uh, I like it. Obviously, for for just so we don't get sued, none of those are real. Yeah, <laughs> this is a dramatization. It's a joke. Uh, um, but like, just that's basically what I hear. I hear, I see the old man on his lawn being like, "You damn kids with your punk music, go home." Anyway, let's talk about something more fun. Christian <laughs> had a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah, uh, so uh, let me first talk about, uh, I alluded to it earlier, I went to this uh, Q&A that uh, Kevin Feige did at the uh, New York Film Academy here in L.A., and uh, there's, you know, the way that he talks about things where you get little pearls of, like, just this little tiny, you know, speck of dust that's like, oh, that's really interesting, I didn't know that before, but you don't really know what it means. <laughs> uh, so uh, the one of the biggest ones, he said that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will feature characters making their MCU debuts that you'd never guess, oh. one of which they've wanted to do something with for a long time. So you can uh, start the list of people you haven't seen and uh, who maybe you personally uh, want to see. Uh, another interesting thing was when he was asked a question by one of the students about failure, he said something had just happened the other day. They went out to an actor whom they gave a great pitch to, and the actor said no. And what? now they're determined to just cast someone better than that actor. I would love to know any part of that. The, what's the project? Be, what's the act? If you want to give me any of that, that would have been amazing. Really who would they be casting for? Right, exactly. Who are they casting for? Is it one of these movies we know? Probably not. I mean, it's it could probably be, something else. I mean, it might have been, they said it was an actress, not an actor. You see, he said, uh, you know what, I think he was very specific uh, to not say actor or actress. Okay. Just, he said someone, you know, but, for a part. You, here, know, so. you want my guess at it? Sure, I love would that. Would be, uh, because I know that they are looking for, or the, I know, the rumor is that for Moon Knight, they're trying to get a young 
man of Israeli descent or some somewhere in that region. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if he reached out to Rami Malek. I mean, I think that would oh. be a, that that would be a, okay. a, a great choice. I think. I mean, this yeah. is certainly. But I could also see Rami Malek being like, nah. No. Especially because it's a Disney Plus show, which is, while it's going to have a feature budget, it's not, not a movie. He's, yeah, he, he's trying to get away from the TV thing, you know. He's going to play Freddie Mercury again in something, I'm sure. He's just looking for that opportunity. <laughs> the crossover. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, he just did then, it on stage so, with, with... Uh, Feige also <laughs> no, that said... Was, um, he said we're two weeks away from uh, from three of the Disney Plus shows will actually be going into production. Uh, two of the three of those, as we know, will have female directors. And he referenced the other Disney Plus shows, which are, let's see, uh, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. And he said, spoiler alert, two of those shows will be directed by women as well. So that's something that he hadn't, I hadn't heard him say before. Now, is it going to be directed like specific episodes are going to well, be directed I by women? Or that. is it one director I, per I, show? I think for the pre-existing, like the ones that we know about, I think that that's probably one director for a show. Because it's like a, it's like a, you know, but I think these other ones, uh, maybe it's just the pilots he's talking about. Uh, but... You know, he didn't let me ask uh, follow-up questions because, uh, well, I wasn't a student there. I just got to go because my <laughs> wife teaches there, actually. It's uh, like, who's this old guy here? There, there were a couple questions about uh, <clears throat> including LGBT, LGBTQ characters, and he said they're shooting a movie right now that uh, incorporate that, which I would assume is Eternals. I think yeah. that's been discussed mm-hmm. before. Uh, and then this is a story he had told before, but there were details that I, that I didn't hear. So the famous shawarma scene from the end of Avengers... I did not realize that not only was it shot after the movie premiered, uh, they edited it in the film truck, and oh it's n- it was not on the international prints because they had to send it out before that. So it, international audiences didn't see that initially. Oh, they and up. the only reason they were able to do it was because they were all all the actors were there for the press junket. And that's a reason why you have Banner and not Hulk, obviously, because there was no time to do CGI. And so he presented uh, he descent, he presented uh, Joss Whedon with like a packet of, here's 20 shawarma restaurants in a two-mile radius of the Four Seasons. <laughs> Which one of these do you want to use? And he's like, oh, we're doing it. Because like, they really felt like they needed something in, in the editing room. And he talked a lot about how the, you, know, you look for stuff after you go into the editing room. And they wanted to do a scene from a, that was a recreation of a famous panel from a comic, which is all of them on the bus together. And they didn't quite get that. He's like, but if we do the shawarma, that's like our bus scene. So I had heard a little bit of that, but I hadn't heard all of that before. So uh, that that was what I was personally the most excited about. But uh, that story is out there before. And even Evans, he apparently had scruff during oh. that. So that's why he's like this and covering his face. Right. So, so I didn't even think of that. Yeah, huh. I know. Interesting tidbit for that scene. Uh, when he was asked who does he think is the strongest Avenger, he says now it has to be Wanda Maximoff. I mean, she was going to kill Thanos. He had to nuke his entire army to be able to beat her. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? It's really hard to disagree with that. Sorry, Thor. Yeah. Uh, that is fair. I mean, on the other side, Captain Marvel did get headbutted yeah, by Thanos sure. and then just like blinked at him. But, I honestly think both of them were playing with Thanos. Like, to be honest. Like, I don't think Carol was playing, though. I don't know if she no, has that like, either. Carol like, she might was straight have up been. playing yeah. Mercy, and oh, Wanda yeah. was, like, picking him apart piece by piece. That's so yeah. Wanda was, like, him. just, like, yeah. she could, maybe she could have ripped him apart in oh, the moment, yeah. but, yeah. like, her, for her, it was, like, I'm gonna enjoy this. Carol's just, exactly. like, Carol, I could see being, like, let's see how this goes. She like, was she was, like, playing Mercy with him. Yeah. Like, bending his, like, it was, so those two, I agree, I think they're pretty... 
That would be an interesting fight. But. And especially, like, Hulk's really strong, but, like, now that he's not Rage Hulk anymore, yeah, his power level different. drops significantly. And he's also got, like, an arm he can't use anymore. Correct. You know, That's so true. it's like, he's yeah. still super strong. I'm not saying he isn't, but, you know, he's, you know, I don't know. Who, who's I think Thor is up there, though, you're right. Like, yeah. he's definitely up yeah. there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thor and Wanda. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. honestly, I, I think duo. Thor is like a, a far like third to Carol and Wanda. I, like I, yeah. Hulk original, like uh, by, based on comics lore, Hulk has that has the potential to be the strongest Avenger because if he keeps getting angrier, yeah. he keeps getting stronger. Yeah. But not Smart Hulk. Smart Hulk is too controlled and contained. Correct. He's not going to reach those levels. I did yeah. love that scene where he's walking around. He's like, this seems gratuitous, but okay. Carol. I don't think she went, like, full power in that fight. Yeah. Like, we never saw her full binary, right? No. She didn't and, need to be. That's did, what I mean. He did outsmart her because he picked the right gem to just yeah. flick that at yeah. her. Yeah. Power. And, you know, I think that she, having learned that lesson, were she to fight him again, I think, uh, you know, when he basically goes to hit her and she just, like, stands there and looks at him and he's like, oh, that wasn't <laughs> so, supposed to happen. So epic. Uh, I want to uh, start a rumor here based on something that I'm going to interpret as a slip by Feige, which I don't think ever happens. He, when he's talking about something, he made a comment and he said, the first Daredevil movie. And I'm like, first Daredevil movie? Does that mean that somewhere on his desk is another Daredevil movie, maybe starring Charlie Cox? So if that's right, we're going to isolate this clip and I'll be like, you heard it here first. And if it's wrong, we'll just all forget about it. Ben Affleck is canon. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. And, and so is Jennifer Garner. Uh, and uh, currently they have films going in Australia, London, Atlanta, and The Cutting Room. I think that those are all locations that we know that they use. But that's like uh, Australia being Shang-Chi, so wait, by the way. Say that, say that again. Australia. Australia. That's Shang-Chi. That's Shang-Chi. That. London. London is Eternals. Right. And then Atlanta is, you know, who knows? Anything. Everything. Yeah. You know, and the cutting room. So Atlanta, Atlanta could actually be. all of Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but also Atlanta could be scenes for those other two movies. Mm-hmm. It well. could be. But yeah. um, from like my understanding, base. all of yeah. Disney+. Plus. Right. Uh, are film like the Disney Plus shows are all filming in Atlanta. Correct. Like that's they kind of took features out of there, and yeah. they're just like Disney Plus lives here now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they can just have a cycle of everything going on there. Yeah, so I mean, there were there was other stuff that was just interesting. It was great to hear a story. The thing I mentioned earlier about taking a super shuttle to work and spending forty dollars to go to your internship that you don't get paid for. You know, I I think that uh, it's paid off for Feige, but oh, uh, yeah. he was very generous with his time. He was supposed to leave, and he took questions for an extra fifteen minutes. Yeah. So uh, I always like to see stuff like that all right so we are running a little bit low on time um let's uh, uh i don't want to get into I, we can always close out with some speculation speculation's fun um uh, actually hold on let's rewind for a second because there's one news story that broke right before the show oh, that's right. uh let's get into marvel tv time because both oh. of these will fit <clears throat> in marvel tv time marvel movie news we're talking tv it's our TV time song. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, it, uh, so, first up, the actual news that came out today. Before the show, for once. Before the yeah, show. I mean, this is, like, not huge news. No, but well, I'm excited it's, for it. It's fun. Thing. It's going to be yeah. a blast. So, The Simpsons is going to have some guest stars from Marvel, but not who you'd expect. <laughs> They're going to have Kevin Feige on the show and both Russo brothers playing hey. film executives, releasing, uh, this is a, this was an interesting thing, uh, a film called The Vindicator, okay. uh, or just Vindicator, which my brain went, wait, isn't that Rick and Morty? This Avengers ripoff? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh-oh. But, 
so that's going to be so they're going to be on there playing film executives when uh, Bart Simpson uh, is accidentally mistaken for a kid who is dying and is being taken <laughs> to see the big new movie. And now he gets to see it before anybody else and decides to blackmail people with spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as they put it, weaponized spoilers from Bart Simpson. Sounds he would right. be the kid to do that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is called Vindicator. And uh, I don't know if we showed that photo that Ryan just had up, but this character, uh, to show you, like, they are not being coy about this at all. I don't know how that looks like. This yeah. is Chinos. <laughs> Uh, and if you're listening to us on oh, audio, just basically, yeah. what, just imagine, just picture in your mind Thanos if his little chin grimace ridges uh, were actually a triple chin. <laughs> I mean, I would call that like how many is that? Twenty chins. And he's holding up what looks to be a golden iPhone of some kind. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm sorry. In this context, it's probably a galaxy. I yeah, that would make more sense. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while, but I think I'm going to have to watch well, I this episode. I want to see that. Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, that, um, and of course, you'll be able to see it on Hulu. Yeah, you know, and that it. comes. I think yeah. that airs in February of next hmm. year. Hey, in time for our birthday. That's right. Um, Everybody so, come over. <laughs> so uh, let's close out with some speculation based on some rumors. And I don't want to get into the reasons that this is even being speculated, but you can look it up. Uh, it, just because it's rumor, I'm not going to be one for spreading it. Uh, but the rest of the internet, I'm not responsible for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for a bunch of reasons, there is a rumor that Marvel is mulling their options on whether or if they would have to replace Jeremy Renner in the upcoming Hawkeye series with Kate Bishop. Do you so guys? Weird. What do you guys think of a Hawkeye show that introduces Kate Bishop without Clint Barton? I think that if you do, I think that if if you can't use Jeremy Renner. I don't think that you should have Clint Barton. I you don't would think not you should... be up for recasting. No, don't recast. I, I, it's too Ter- late. It's... A la Terrence Howard. And, yeah. Uh, and the thing about... And, that works and the, because this, it was after the first That's what I was going to say. It was the Sorry. first time you had the character. Yeah. And there was, that was one of the things that people were throwing around. It's like, well, you replaced Terrence Howard, you know, like that. But you also replaced him with an actor who wasn't crazy. So it made life a little bit easier. But <laughs> the idea that you would replace Jeremy Renner at this point and just be like, no, let's just not have, no. have Hawkeye. You have somebody else, maybe an Avenger we already love or some, some agent of S.H.I.E.L.D you know somebody else can train her I, I think that recasting him is just too, like, why would you do it late. at this point yeah yeah, yeah. makes way sense. too late I think you can make that transition something happened between Endgame and this to Hawkeye so yeah, just there you d- go so yeah something happened I, I thought you were saying <laughs> that died. if they did recast him yeah yeah oh my god Send in Coulson to train Kate Bishop. There <laughs> you go. Right there. Yeah. A pre-existing Same. character. Yeah. Right in. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, no, even better. I take it back. Coulson's great. I love Coulson. Send in Mockingbird to train <laughs> I would like to see that. Kate yeah. Bishop. Totally Hawkeye's cool. comic book wife. I would be, I would yeah. be all in for And Mockingbird. you got the bird thing going yeah. on, hey. too. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we've solved the situation yes, now. Yeah, that's really all it is. Uh, and You're to be welcome. clear, he's not. It, nothing has been announced. No. He's not going anywhere. But there are some rumors based on some like allegations in the press that we're not going to. Yeah, rumors. 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 Right. Exactly. You have rumors. to. You have to take them seriously, but you have to investigate before but you make any decisions. I just wanted to think, think correct. I just yeah. want to think about what a Hawkeye series would look like without 
Clint Barton. Yeah, and, and also, I think it's possible. You do wonder, like, how much was he going to be in it anyway? Was he going to only be in the first one? Was he going to be in the whole? You know, I mean, we don't exactly. know. Yeah. So you just wonder uh, how much, uh, how much of him they would need to replace. Or, but they're or not Hawkeye's doing his thing missions, yeah. and then yeah. you start the season without him, and then halfway through the season he died. There oh, you no. go. You just hear about it. It's like, oh, my mentor character, died. Character development for yeah. Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So, well, it's not well, going to be a problem. We, look, I think we, we solved it. it. Yeah. Just call. You're welcome, Kevin. Call the, the call the future. Call space and get Adrian Palicki back from the Orville, and uh, she can train Kate Bishop. A show that's on Hulu bird. now. It should be really easy to negotiate, and also they own Fox anyway. So you know, no matter even if it hadn't moved, so you should be able to work that out. They don't own Fox. The channel. Uh, oh, that's it. You know what? You they are right. They own 20th Century Fox. Yeah. It's all corporate insanity. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. Um, anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this week's Marvel movie news. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Popcorn Talk. Brad, uh, thank you for being here thank and joining us. Me. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Find me on Instagram at Brad R. Lambert. Brad R. Lambert. All right, check it out. Uh, be sure to follow him there. Anything else you want to plug? Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm super stoked on that. I've already wait. paid yes. for three years. Me too. So Me too. I have too. Totally oh, if you're a Verizon customer, you could get it for free for a year. I Look it up. Know. It's on the internet. <laughs> it's free. What? It's there. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, so find out, Zia. I'm not a Verizon uh, customer. <laughs> no, well, then don't worry about it. Uh, Christian, where can everyone find you? Uh, everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, you can see Zia and I doing Marvel News mm-hmm. Daily here on the Popcorn Talk Network. And I did also mention that there are two episodes of Marvel TV Weekly since last week. One with Matt Singer who wrote a Spider-Man book, and the other is uh, all of us at... We don't really see us on it, but we get to talk to the creators of Avengers Damage Control. And I need to give a shout-out to the chat, because after I started my Daredevil movie rumor, multiple people said, Matt Key confirms. That's what I heard. Key confirms. (laughs) All right. Zia? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And also check out the other show that I do. It's called It's Eric Nagel, where we talk about pop culture and ridiculous stuff. It's definitely um, more raw. You hear me swear a lot. So if you want that, you can find that wherever you can find podcasts. All right, guys. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Also, be sure to check out my other podcast, Ships in the Night, where we take two characters from different universes and ship them together. We're in the middle of our October spooky specials, and we just did Norman Bates from Psycho and Buster Bluth from Arrested Development. Nice. Uh, It's a weird relationship, but we fanficked it out. That's called Ships in the Night. All right, guys. This has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.